What's up, what's up, guys? I'm Breakable Queen G. Today's Monday, April 3rd, and I'm coming in with you. And I just want... I just have, um, I don't know, it's gonna be a throw-in day for you guys. So, how much would you really do for somebody else? Hmm. Why that question, you ask? Who knows, right? Well... Some let's say we put some scenarios out there, right, guys? Say, say you leave your house and you notice your stuff moved around, nothing really taken, just stuff gone through. Like, we all know how we leave our rooms, we all know how we leave our things, right? So it keeps happening and it keeps happening and you call the cops to make a report that somebody's been in your house because you strongly believe and, and know that somebody has but because nothing is missing there is no case made what if what if this continues happening Time and time, every time you leave, you come back and notice your door locks have been changed or unscrewed or something. You notice your door panel is broken. And mind you, it's been freshly painted. So you wouldn't have two colors of wood now, would you? If it was like that. Now, you get asked you know there's two ways to get in a house if you want to right through the walls and the windows you don't think nothing about it when you're asked this question do you because it just comes random in a whole different topics in disregards to this situation well that's what I'm going through guys and as crazy as it sounds it's real I made a special visit to Dominguez unit yesterday to visit an inmate and because I am aware that this is happening already in my house I do set things up to notice if something's been touched, if it hasn't, blah, blah, blah. And the last three times that I have left my house, and this is where cyberbullying comes into real-life bullying, right? Because, for me at least, because I know what's happening, and I took pictures of my house the last three times before I left and I come back and you can see where the difference is now you say make a report but what happens when the community Not so much the community, but because of 
previous reports, you just don't want no more problems. But you know, it's not going to stop, right? Until something's set. It sucks, guys. Like, yesterday before I came on to do my Sunday shout-out, Saturday evening, I wrote down, you know, who I want to do my shout-outs to. I, I wrote down my dialogue for to be ready because I knew I was going to make the visit. And I just wanted to be prepared. And when I went to go look for my notebook to to do my podcast yesterday, it's not there. So I search every place possible. And I noticed, you know, the things that were moved. And this is really hard to deal with because the people in my surroundings are seeing this as well. And And we don't know how to get help. Like, we don't know how to get someone. It, it's crazy. It sounds so fucking crazy. But it's not, guys. It's really happening to me. And am I scared? No. I'm just don't understand. I mean... I'm not afraid to say it, guys. I went through a very troublesome childhood. And because of the multiple sexual abuse by the different men, one of them, I do not have immediate contact with, but a family member does. So I still live with the remembrance I have a few years ago had to go place a protective order on this individual. You know, I never thought 22 years later after standing up for myself because someone touched me that I would be living in a nightmare. And at one point a few years back, I did fear for my life from this individual. You know, throughout all this process, I've lost access to my crime victims sign in. I've lost access to a lot of important gateways that, or resources that were available for me. And being as open-minded and, and educational as I am in learning. That's what made me question my own sanity when I knew there was proper protocol that had to be filed or, or had to be done. So I couldn't understand why it wasn't. 
It even got to the point where I couldn't access the online resources during COVID for our immediate needs. Uh, I I had COVID and was unable to log in, have login access to my doctors to I receive benefits and you know I shouldn't be ashamed to say it but I am because of the way the world looks at people and because of the background history that my family chose it forever puts a view of others judgment on me today because it's my family and I associate with them but I don't judge them. I don't look down on them. I don't. We all live the way we live, right? And that that's why I say about the morals and beliefs in a, in a household. When we grow up, our parents are our teachers. They're the ones we learn from at first. They're our first, they're our first teachers. And morals and beliefs that are taught in the home, the way that... Well, I can only speak for myself the way I grew up, which was nomadic, meaning moving from home to home um, because of the dysfunctional family issues. I grew up with different people in my childhood and it wasn't bad. I, I don't think it was, but a lot of people will say different. I don't believe any one of our stories is worse than anybody else's. I believe we all deal with pain and hurt. Some of us are just more blessed and more efficiently equipped with resources that most of us aren't. Like, it was hard for me to get to where I am today because, like I've said before, I do come from that type of family and the morals and beliefs. I I didn't make... I didn't do fucked up things, let's say. Okay. I made mistakes, but I taught myself not to look at mistakes as a failure because mistakes are only for us to learn. And society has placed failure as a means to fit right into our self-worth of being less than, therefore leading to depression, suicide, and so on. And I'm grateful that I was placed where I was placed because I did go through some extensive therapy after being angry because I I had dealt with many counselors as a teenager growing up and because the programs ended or because, you know, the, the case was closed, it always got shut off. So this last time when... I was receiving treatment with CHCS. 
I was reluctant to opening up to the counselor I was working with in the beginning because I didn't want to start something that I knew was going to end and then leave me stuck again like a lot of us. Some of us don't even have the opportunity to open that up because we need health insurance, right? We can't see a doctor or a psychiatrist or somebody because we don't have health insurance or because we need to pay for for services. You know, I can speak for a lot of people when I say the only reason why I get health care benefits now is because I am disabled. And, and, you know, a lot of us pass judgment on those receiving Social Security because we see them outside only on their physical appearance and they move just fine, right? But we never actually realize physical isn't the only kind of disability there is. Mental Mental is a motherfucker. And excuse my language, but that's that's just the real word news, guys. Who knows, right? Everyone can handle it different. But being that I I had this experience I I eventually knew I wanted different for myself, for my life. I knew I wasn't a bad person, like the numbers in the system said I was. Because that's exactly what we are. We're a number in this world. And This is really hard. You know, guys, post-traumatic stress disorder, trauma. When I heard PTSD, I only thought it was for war vets, right? But then they added the trauma in. For a lot of people, it's hard to accept that we have a mental disease, condition, whatever you want to call it. Because then that means we're not what a normal person, like society says. What is normal, though? And that's something... The counselor would ask me in the sessions because I would always say I just wanted to be normal. And when she asked what is normal, I couldn't even say. Do we even know what normal is? We know the definition of what normal is, right? But what is normal for people living today? 
Who knows, right? I still can't tell you what normal is. But I know that changed my perception on a lot of things. And I'm very grateful for Miss Galloway. I'm very grateful for that woman. Because for a long time, I used to be mad at my mother because I couldn't understand when I was 13, she met a man who was and is her knight in shining armor. And I had just got my mom back. Previously, I had lived in another state with some other family members. So when I came back and she found the man of her dreams who took her away from the drugs, who took her out of the streets and turned her life around, I couldn't be more grateful for that. But when the molestation started, I started having trouble in school. I didn't want to be home. And I couldn't take it anymore. So when it came out, truth be told, he told her before I did, in a sense that it was a warning that I was going to say something that wasn't true. And I'll always remember that conversation when I told my mom what was going on. Back then, I didn't understand why she sent me to her best friend. It was just supposed to be for the weekend and ended up turning out to be years. I couldn't understand why my mom stayed with the man and married him afterwards. I felt like she didn't believe me. I was always told and still am to this day that she doesn't. But if I ask my mom, she says otherwise. So when I told her and I went to her best friend's, a child protective service report was made. I remember going to court and I wanted to face him and be able to say what happened. And I got all the way there, but when it was time for him to come out, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't testify in front of him. I never realized how that would haunt me today.
Well, years go by, right, guys? And I have to put this protective order. A couple years ago. And I'm not saying he's a bad man. I don't, still don't believe he is, but I don't, I've come to understand the way people think and react to situations. And because not only him, but some others. Let's just put it out there, right? So when I was 14, and I was getting in trouble with my mom's best friend, my mom and the man on my birth certificate showed up at the high school I was at with my brother, who I hadn't seen since I was probably seven or eight, because he moved to live with the man on my birth certificate. And the reason why I say the man on my birth certificate is because my mother doesn't know who my father is. And by the time I was old enough and able to try to do my own genetic testing, my father who raised me passed away. And then there's possibility of another man. So that that's the only reason why when I refer to the man on my birth certificate, it's the man on my birth certificate. My father, my dad, is my dad that passed away that raised me. And then there's the possibilities. Well, they showed up at my high school and I was going to the restroom. I asked for a pass to the restroom in school last period of the day. And when I'm walking to the restroom, I walk around the corner to go in and walks out my brother that I hadn't seen since I was seven, eight. And I had to take a double take and said, what are you doing here? He said, we came to get you. I said, what? Yeah, we came to pick you up and take you out of school. You're gonna go to Austin. Let me tell you guys. Yeah. I threw a fit. I had no choice, I had to go. My mom was upset because I was getting in trouble with my godmother. Or, I don't know guys, I'm finding out a lot of things now that I was lied to about back then. And so I questioned a lot of things about my life. Um, so yeah, they take me to Austin. And there's some encounters with my brother sexually. 
and I end up pregnant. Scared, I told my older sister back here in San Antonio. So we came down for a visit with her from Austin and she took me to the pregnancy testing place and it came back positive. We went back to where she was living and I didn't know she had called my mother and she showed up. I didn't go back to Austin, but the next day, the man on my birth certificate, my stepmother, my mom, my sister, my brother, all got together in the living room with me. And they said, that this was not allowed. I was gonna stay here. My brother was going back to Austin. They already talked to an abortion clinic. I already had an appointment. The family was never to find out about it. It was never to be talked about again. I was only 14. I didn't understand. I didn't understand. I, I didn't. All I knew was I couldn't have this pregnancy. They coached me. And, and this comes out years later, guys. I, I've retrialed, went to retrial with it already. But comes out they coached me and advised me to say that it was a boyfriend from Austin not that it was my brother because my brother was set to go to the Marines so they didn't want anything messed up for him I didn't want anything messed up for him And it was my fault that that happened, they said. That I was old enough and I should have known better. He should have known better. Confused. Like I said, I was always taught, just keep going forward, just keep going forward. Don't, don't ever look at the bad. So I never seen it. I never looked at it like it wasn't supposed to be talked about, so it wasn't. And that was something I still do live in shame for. I still blame myself from time to time, and I know I shouldn't. But how do you change that critical thinking of negativity when you're reminded about it? And you're still not believed. So.
So I never went back home after that with my mom. I didn't talk to her for 10 years until I was pregnant at the age of 18. I lost the baby, dropped out of school my soft freshman year, so I mean, sorry, excuse me, my senior year, year before my senior class started. Because I didn't know how to deal with classmates when I went back after I lost the baby, questioning what happened, if I was okay. I really didn't know how to handle it when I was also dealing with not having the support of the most important person in my life. And again, I don't blame this lady today for any of this. I love her very dearly. But because of some of these instances that I've been through, real world news, guys, I don't have very many men that are fond of me or because of the social access that some of these men I've told on have in this world. And not that I care about it, but a lot of the cyberbullying has to do with because I'm I'm a female, because I have overcame many obstacles and still keep going forward. They are trying to stop me from from what they want to say sounding that I sound crazy and I'm delusional and I'm making this up and but I'm not guys when I questioned my own sanity because I knew right from wrong but what is right and what is wrong when it's what we're taught but then what's right and what's wrong when it's what they were taught too so I tell them all the time until someone can take me by the hand like the resources I had with the state and show me another way I've been doing one hell of a job by myself with the decisions I've been making after I learned to turn my life around and accept my own mistakes my own failures but it doesn't mean I have to stay buried in the ground because of it I told y'all I was going to take you behind the scenes. And this is this is it. So today this is what I'm dealing with. Because. How. Does somebody get help. For things like this. When a lot of it. Has a lot of. Expertise behind it. With government. 
with ties with and the one thing these people are afraid of was me speaking out because when I speak I make sure I speak with facts behind what I say because I've always had to prove who I was behind my family because people try to compare me to them and I'm not I don't down them and not in one way because that's something they were taught too but we all have a conscience choice to do something different so I'm not backing down when I choose to do different and it's for the better not just for myself for the people so I had some fraudulent paperwork put in with CHCS I believe on conservatorship you know when all this started happening guys and I know I'm book smart and knowledge wise and I can never be wrong so because I was looking this information up and it was during covid all we had was the internet right if we had that well these people knew I was looking into it so certificates got put in with google uh security signatures were placed as if I was the one doing these things so I actually lost all access to internet privileges at one point probably the first year this started going on and because people don't understand technology I didn't understand it they they didn't understand what I was talking about and I'll never forget the officer that asked when he made, came to make the report because he was interested in and excuse my dogs for a minute guys and I had to stop this guys because this last one I just published for you guys the cyberbully is actually trying to prevent me from posting this since I believe they're no longer able to keep me under a minute now so what they're trying to do is cause my app to have an interruption in what I'm doing so that it doesn't save it but as i was saying i had to know and understand especially when i was being asked by people well how is this happening and well what is spoofing what is phishing and i didn't even know what it was but we never stop to think about what identity theft is what cyber what any of these things are unless we experience them ourselves and let me tell you guys this has changed my output on a lot of things because i know like i've said before i sat there and watched the commercials on tv about what is it lifelock protect your identity 
and people saying they experienced what they experienced. And now actually being a person inside those shoes, it's it's a whole nother ball game out there. And the hassle of our human rights that were fought for at this point are so degraded. I'm only speaking for myself in this sense because that's that's how it is. Like, like I'm sorry, you can't express something to Homeland Security and not get a response back, do you? There's protocol, right? I mean, I'm not saying that that's what happened, but just throwing an example out there. You know, I, I reached out even to the governor of Texas in this matter, expressing, but because of this false transfer of data that was allocated, and I believe it was within another country, so it made it legal, right? I guess. I don't know. But I've verified through the companies themselves as to my number being transferred out, the eSIMs that they're starting to come in with, they were using those. Uh, they created eSIM on my account. They went and changed my phone account information to where I no longer had access, opened numerous accounts, life insurance policy, fraudulent deaths. Like, guys, I've reported this. <laughs> I've reported this and because these people, I only have one way of getting around right now. And because these people are tapped in the way that they are, they're able to filter emails. So if I send an email out, if it's not encrypted, which I have to inform the authorities when I do give them information, like I may not be able to respond back to you, even even healthcare providers. Like I have not been to the doctor in a year because I have been unable to change my doctor, log into my accounts, and reaching out. We have HIPAA laws. Where are they? Where, where's my rights at when somebody falsely? put guardianship on me and I can't get the government to hear that or I can't because when they try to contact me this filter or this person in charge of my phone as if I'm a child like they put in in another country has effects on it where are my rights at this point does anybody know any information on this I've even try to contact legal aid at this point. I'm done with making police reports because it, it doesn't help, right? That's why I say united we stand, together is one. Our ancestors fought this country for us to be able to live, walk, speak, and breathe. I know a lot of our ancestors are rolling in their graves right now. I 
have even made it a point to become part of the member committee board, to be a part of a lot of things within the government, just to find out how to get help because I can't get it. Okay, what do you do when your electricity and water are turned off illegally and you're disabled, but you can't get the utility company to hear you because the account's not in your name? What do you do when, like I said, these people are coming into your house and you have proof of your things? You have your proof. I have proof for everything I'm saying, but I can't get the proper authority because there's insight work with this. So when I said last time me coming out on the podcast, there's there's possibly some repercussions for people who don't agree with what I'm saying. But you know what? I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one going through this. I know I'm not the only one going through this. And that's why I'm making it a point to make people aware. And like I told the people around me, if it means standing to fight against something I believe in and and going up against these people, I will. Even if it means taking my life. Not per se, but in the sense that they get mad and something ugly happens because this is technology that's being used today. RFID sensors, Bluetooth. And because I had to go and learn all of this, I I can't say because of the title, but I signed up for Google years back, guys, and didn't realize I still had access to it, you know, in the career section. But it's hard when you have a developer inside as well who might work for the healthcare system, but they're using the system in another way to create workspace accounts and add me to them as if I'm their employee so that they can control these things. My roommate, Ash Lope, is actually dealing with some of the things as well because as much as I hate to say it, I know where some of the fraud is coming from. But because there's filters on my stuff, because someone fraudulently has control Numbers mean everything, guys. I'm going to leave that with that today. I might be in later. I just had to come on because, you know, it, it's it's really hard dealing with what do you do when your stuff keeps, and, and it's only your things, like your paperwork, the stuff that is, but like I've said before, they can come in because, guys, with what they did a first couple times after not taking anything was they took just paperwork when they did okay but then they brought the paperwork back so 
obviously that has to mean somebody is watching my every move, right? They know when I leave or they have somebody telling them. When a female wants to know something, she's the best investigator there, that can be out there, honestly, in my own opinion. Who knows, right? But following the law, looking into the system on how a lot of these things are allowed and, and how it's possible for it to be done, I'm going to put it out there. White collar. Real word news. Unbreakable Queen G. Leaving you at that, guys.